0: Welcome to My Amazon Guys podcast today. We're going to be having a guest, uh, John Tilly, CEO of Zongru. He'll be joining us momentarily. Uh, Today, we'll be focused primarily on Amazon tech, tools, and things it takes to manage your Amazon account. Though you may ask John other Amazon questions if you so choose today. Uh, Every Friday at noon, we do a live Q&A, Eastern Standard Time, with me, your host, uh, where you can ask any Amazon question. Check us out tomorrow if you've got broader and other Amazon questions. So with that, I'm going to bring in uh, our guest, John Tilly. Thanks for coming on the podcast today.
1: What's up, man? I'm uh, super excited to be here and uh, super excited to share and uh, just to share from everyone here. So uh, how are you doing over there?
0: Doing great. So, so John, uh, I understand you're from South Africa. You're over in L.A. right now, but you've got some uh, Krugerand blood in you. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a thing.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we were just talking before. We we both have a Kruger rand. Uh, I think my dad gave me one when I was. I think my date on my Kruger rand is nineteen sixty four. It's a gold coin, if for anybody listening. But um, yeah, I'm from South Africa originally. Grew up in Johannesburg. Left there when I was about twenty four uh, and went over to uh, London for a few years and, and lived there and had a good time and. And then made my way over to Los Angeles. And I've been in Los Angeles for, for a few years. So uh, this is home, Los Angeles, yeah.
0: Well, well, very good. Uh, so we did a review of your tool uh, about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it actually prompted you to reach out. We then aired your response because I thought it was pretty solid. And so then we're like, well, we should just bring you on. And maybe other people are going to have questions today. So let's, uh, let's spend a couple of minutes just talking about, um, you know, a little bit about your background. And then we'll open it up to uh, anybody in our viewers who has a question either about Zonguru or about any Amazon tech and tools. So, uh, so John, when did you make Zonguru? Why did you make it?
1: Yeah. Uh, so this is going back, uh, kind of touching on, on kind of my, my last few years, my, my career mainly was in advertising. I was, a you know, a strategist in in advertising, um, for, for, for over 10 years, uh, and it was in Los Angeles. And, uh, And one of my good friends, uh, Adam Hudson, we we kind of stumbled into a uh, a a conference on on Amazon in Vegas. Uh, You know that typical story uh, in I think it was 2013 or 2012, somewhere around there. Uh, And the penny dropped for me. You know, I was just like, I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've had a really successful career in advertising, and I wanted to make the jump for many years. But this was my 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 chance to make that jump. And uh, yeah, I started uh, started you know diving into starting an Amazon business, and I think it took me about a year um, using my my creative and my, my business skills to to launch a product on Amazon and get to a position where I could fire myself from uh, the agency uh, that I was at and, and kind of pack my box and walk out. And that was 2014, uh, and pretty, pretty you know because I started generating uh, revenue on on Amazon, uh, and pretty soon after that, um, you know, uh, obviously back in those days, I think the the idea of of data and what we needed to make sure we made confident decisions for our Amazon business was lacking in a lot of areas and and we knew Amazon was going to grow and I uh, just you know we saw this opportunity to create software as a service for for the Amazon industry and and launched and and started Zongu uh, back then and and uh, yeah that was the start so so we've been around for 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 a long time back in, in 2014 2015 is when we launched uh, you know uh, bootstrapped and a lot of trials and tribulations and standing up in the back of, uh, you know, bars and, and presenting to a few people in, in you know, who started the Amazon business and trying to coach them. So that's kind of the journey of, 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 of myself and, and Zonguri in terms of the Amazon space. And, you know, first and foremost, I think there's just a, a massive passion for um, selling on Amazon. I, I truly believe that still today and back then, you know, it is the best shot we have of, of creating an e-commerce products business, um, on the biggest platform, not only on the US but globally, uh, and we can talk more about that because there's massive opportunities globally right now. But um, you know, you can start this business and you can scale and, and get financial wealth uh, in 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 a, in, a, in a quick way. So that's number one, my passion and and uh, and trying to help people do that. And, and obviously, Zonguri is a massive part of that. And um, yeah, we we've, we've built the team; it's global. Uh, you know, uh, and and I'm kind of a co-founder and, and CEO of the business. So uh, that's that's the journey.
0: So I love I love the journey. I you know, my first question for you is how who comes up with the names of these? So love hate relationship. Sounds like sounds like somebody's been burned before, you know.
1: It's, I, think, I think love hate and, and keywords on fire were both with both me. I came up with those names. Uh you know, some of the other ones who, who hurt
0: have... you when you were younger, John.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know,
0: one, so, so one of the coolest tools uh, that I think Zonguru has that I've not seen anywhere else is the ability to see your competitors' search term field. How did you come up with that idea? Um,
1: yeah, I think it's you know how how we come up with obviously. So, so I'm going to give you a little bit of a background on that as well. Sure. You know, one of the the things that I've always aimed to do with Zonguru is is because of that passion for 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 selling on Amazon is that I've always encouraged and incentivized my team to sell products on amazon as well i truly believe you can do both you can have an we amazing career well. in zonguru yeah. and you can have uh, an amazon business and obviously for ceo of zonguru if i have staff and and members who who actually sell on amazon it's just a win-win for both of us so you know we actually give a, a, a up to five thousand dollar zero percent loan for for anybody who's starting the, the amazon business in our team who can actually launch a product and, and over the years you know that's resulted in probably you know a good forty percent of of our, our staff actually having Amazon businesses. So you know they're always trying to solve problems that we have. So so we really stand behind that that idea of four sellers by sellers. And the way we obviously approach solving problems is really look at like what are the questions along that journey um, and those problems that we need to solve. And and one that always comes up is like. What, what the hell are people putting in in their backend search terms and and you know are they putting brands in there are they putting my brand in there is that does it make a difference to the, to the business you know those kind of things so um you know through those conversations and and just having a really really strong uh brilliant um engineering team with with a good relationship with amazon you know we we, we have the ability to to show that and um it's just interesting to see what what people put in there um and and that obviously when we get into our listing optimization tool is really important like you know, we we approach listing optimization, which is part of this this tool, uh, Keyword Spotlight, which brings in the back end search terms, you bring in, you know, bullets, everything else, but we compare it across your eight best competitors. So you can truly look at it and go, okay, if these are the keywords that I want to optimize for, how do my competitors rank versus me? What is the optimization score? What do they have in their bullets, their title, their back-end keywords? And how can I manipulate and, and curate, curate is a better word, curate my listing to truly have the best potential of, of the maximum potential around the keywords that I want to optimize for. So, you know, that's how we approach it. And, and backing keywords is a, is a big part of that.
0: I think it's really cool. So speaking of listings, uh, we got a, a question from Brett. He says, hey, John, does ZonTools have listing notifications? If so, does it have anything that can help sellers proactive to black hat catalog attacks? Any specific tips for better account protection? The, the reason this question is coming up is because we've been frequently talking about black hat attacks where somebody will like load a listing over into Canada and muck with somebody's keywords and it affects them in the US. So with that context in mind, any any listing notifications part of your tool?
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. So so Brett, thank, thanks for the question. And I, I laughed in the beginning because he says Zon tools and, and where is Zon, are Zon Guru coming up with names, right? I think we were the v- original Zon. We were like, hey, you know, back in 2014, Zon, Amazon, Amazon Guru. Uh, and there's obviously been, been a bunch of other tools that have, that have come out with design in it. So anyway, but uh, yeah, for, for Guru, I think, um, yes, it's it's a big tool and feature that we have, it's called Product Pulse. Um, and we, we approach it slightly differently in that um, you can track, it, it tracks any events that happen to your specific product, right? And you have everything from like, um, you know, obviously hijacking to, to pr- price changes to, um, you know, FBA changes to your inventory size, you know, all those kind of things that affect you and you'll get alerts for, for any of those. We, tr- we, we You get alerts and you'll, you'll get them from an email. We also track it on the dashboard so you can truly see over time what were the things that impacted your business. But we also allow you to track uh, your top competitors. Uh, and that was a really uh, interesting and, and pivotal thing for us. Um, and, and the reason we do that is you know, when I think about my Amazon business and I'm like, why did my sales go up or down? Was that because, you know, it's something that happened to my listing, something Amazon did, or is it something that happened in the competitor space? And you truly have to understand all three of those things to understand what's impacting your business. So uh, you can track your competitors. You can see historically over time, what happens to, um, what what have your competitors done? you'll get alerted if they change their prices to go out of stock, all of those kind of things. So uh, we have a lot of tracking uh, that you can do. Um, And importantly, historically, you can see that in your dashboard. So, um, you know, that I always had that question where I look at my revenue over the month and I'm like, why do my sales go up and down? And I can look and I can see, oh, my sales went up because my top two competitors, uh, you know, ran out of stock or, or, you know, or my sales went down because my top two competitors dropped their price, those kind of things.
0: Well, I think that's great. The next question comes comes in from Eugene, and by, by the way, we're showing on the screen here the actual product post demo from Zong on the screen here. Uh, so, scary, next question yeah. coming in from uh, from Eugene, uh, how often does data get updated, i.e., keywords?
1: Uh, good, good question. So, it depends on on which tool um, and and uh, you know how many times, but but keywords essentially, uh, I think it's once a day or twice a day. We'll look at rank and and updates it. Um, it depends on which tool and where we're putting the data from. Sometimes you only get data from Amazon once a month. Sometimes we get it, you know, every second, sometimes, you know, uh, once a week. So, uh, you know, we pull it in from Amazon when we get it, but importantly, we update when we think it's the, you know, in the frequency that we think is, is necessary for selling. So um, it's pretty spot on with, with keywords, at least once a day on that. Yeah,
0: Got it. Ah, uh, Brett also asks, what keyword tracking strategies and iterative SEO improvements to listings and PPC do you recommend for continuously improving ranking? Any Zon Guru tools that can help?
1: Thanks, Brett. You 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 throwing them out there. That's great. Uh, <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yeah. So I think uh, so we have a keyword tracker tool. I think uh, out of all the tools out there, we we track the deepest. So um, you know, I think we go up to position four hundred. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it's somewhere somewhere around that I think we we truly go pretty deep on our keyword tracking tool um and the reason we do that uh is uh it's not all about uh you know when you're launching a product and you're trying to grow it it's not all about being on on page one right you you you've got to kind of track from the lowest ranking that you have and see how you can improve so that's number one we have a really strong keyword tracking tool i think from a from a the second part of your question which is around how do you iterate and improve your SEO and, and relate it to PPC? That's a, a really, really strong uh, area of focus for, for anybody around, around Amazon. And I truly uh, we've got a, a case study on this. If you go into our blog and you, you look up the business case study, we do it with our CTO, who's a seven figure set, and we, we jump into how to invigorate a listing just using SEO keywords, SEO and PPC. Um, and we took a, a listing that was flatlined and we brought it back to sales um, just using those two two approaches. And um, it's important to understand that if you have a decent product, you really only need SEO and PPC at a basic level to do well on Amazon. Um, and if you have a good product and it converts, you, you'll, you'll do great. You don't need anything else. Um, and the reason people don't get that right is they don't truly understand how to do it. And so there's a few strategies that, that we have there. One is called the halo effect, and that's about... You know targeting not only your main keywords your main revenue and 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 uh and uh, search volume keywords and putting those in your listing but understanding what are some of those longer tail keywords that are less competitive and we have a way of, of showing those keywords versus your competition picking up those less competitive keywords um and then putting that into your listing but importantly also putting a ppc campaign around those specific long tail keywords because the the theory is if i can get more conversion for some of those more relevant longer tail keywords that my comp- competitor either haven't targeted or is less competitive, the algorithm will start to see your conversion rate going up there and it will cause a halo effect for some of your, your, your higher um, search volume, more you know short term re- uh, you know, uh, keywords. So that's one strategy that we, we truly put in place um, to really help with with SEO ranking over time. And I think the third most important point is with PPC, be patient. You know uh, what we find all the time is people are jumping in there, changing it all the time. And you've got to have a, a consistent, well thought through strategy. Hey, you know when do I put keywords in? When do I check them? You know when do I actually, um, you know, decide to to negative match and pull them out? When should I leave them and see if they actually get it? You know all of those strategies. It takes time, um, and you've got to be able to spend a little bit of money up front, lose a bit of money up front to gain at the, at the end. And, that, and that's a that's a process of a month to two months to really start to get that to work. So you like an have a good strategy.
0: Yeah, it definitely sounds like an investment. So you touched on a really good point there about traffic. So uh, there's traffic on the right and conversion on the left. So, you know, when you're improving these things, I'd say one is easier to improve than the other. And I think you and I are aligned in this question, by the way, but how much easier do you think traffic is to improve versus improving conversion rates from your experience? Whew, that's a good question. Um, Qu- quantify it as best you can. Is it 20 times easier, five times easier? What do you think?
1: To get more traffic or to get more? Yeah. more-
0: so, so like say proportionate sales differences between growing traffic versus growing conversion, right? So there's no stat or performance number or percentage we could quote. Like, Like you, you can't be like, Ten thousand more traffic equals two percent conversion rates because it's different for everybody, right? But just in general, from a high level, how much easier do you feel like it is to increase your traffic from SEO and PPC versus trying to fix the conversion rate, the photos, the design, that kind of stuff?
1: I don't know you, you kind of got me there. I think I think to be honest, and I'm trying to think it of either from my perspective or, or, or the customers that I use. I always think there's a massive opportunity around conversion rate that is that is missed. You know, I think. Um, you know, you know, targeting the right keywords, running PPC to that, and making sure that those relevant keywords you can truly convert on. Um, I think there's opportunity there, but there's absolutely a lot of opportunity around pulling in. You know, you're only getting like two or three percent on search volume from from Amazon, right? Um, and a, a, a quarter of a percent increase is going to make a massive difference to your business on search volume and everything else. So there's definitely on both sides, but. Um, I don't know. I, I'd be interested in in, in your you know,
0: no in wrong, no wrong or right answer, in my opinion. I, I I would say it's somewhere between five and ten times easier to grow traffic versus improve a conversion rate. Um, on an average listing, and and that, and the reason I say that is which keywords are you are you are you thinking overall? Or are you just, still just awesome? total overall? Right. Okay. Like so so if if somebody is going to redesign their A plus content, they might improve their conversion rate one or two points. Mm-hmm. But if somebody said, "Hey, I'm gonna," I'm going to spend an extra $1,000 on PPC this month for that same listing way easier to generate the sales and income. So that's, so it seems like, you know, it seems like well, what you are saying. I got
1: to just sorry. One, yeah, one question on that as well is, is I think it's also important in my opinion that to truly grow your, your traffic, you, you need to improve your conversion rate because I think if you start to really improve your conversion out. rates, you know not only the traffic that you're trying to put in from ppc etc but how the algorithm and how amazon actually shows you your traffic is going to exponentially in- increase so just a caveat on there's like you've got to at least have a decent conversion rate and if you don't you need to work on that first you know you've got to get that good and then you can really scale your 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 search and your traffic i
0: i, I totally agree with that um when you initially started talking about the traffic and the seo and the ppc is kind of the halo effect um, mm-hmm. I thought that's kind of where you were heading, is saying like traffic's really important focus there, and then you've kind of you've you've kind of got the other side of the conversion coin filled mm-hmm. out, and they they do link together. So so I totally agree with you. So it was interesting to see um, that correlation, and and of course like if if you try and index for a keyword that is show up in the top three or four hundred search results for it, if you showed up on slot one but you never converted for it, you wouldn't be in slot one for very long. So yeah. so I I completely agree conversion matters. Um, all right. So let's go to the next uh, question here. So what do you think the next wave of Amazon tech tool features to be developed across the main players? Any cool plans for future Guru features? This is definitely one question I was going to ask if somebody didn't. So this is a good one. Yeah.
1: Um, whew, where to start with that? I
0: think... <laughs> I think it's like. Um, you can't, we can't reveal your whole plan, right? No, I no. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I,
1: I, I, yeah, I think I think the one thing that, that I'm probably most excited, and, and this is not a tool-specific question or answer right now, but I'm going to get there. But I think one of the things that I'm probably most excited about, and I haven't been this excited in a, in a long time, is um, the growth of Amazon outside of Amazon.com. You know, the emerging markets, Amazon Australia, it's the fastest growing Amazon marketplace in the world right now um, the, you know, uh, you know, uh, some of the European countries like Italy, France, you know, all of this is, is a result of, of obviously 2020 and, and the, and the massive shift to online. Um, but you know, Amazon is moving into emerging markets and what's amazing about doing that is it's, it's kind of like a nostalgic look back at amazon.com in 2012, you know, some of the opportunities that you're seeing that you can actually get into as a private label seller in, in these new markets is, is, um, is massive, you know, um, and, uh, that's where I would be putting my focus right now as an Amazon seller is is some of these emerging marketplaces. So, you know, that's what's really exciting to me. And we've actually done a full integration. We're the first uh, in the world out of all the, the tool sets to have a, f- a full integration across research and seller tools in the US, Europe, and now Australia as well. So, you know, um, that's really exciting for us. And we're getting a lot of interest and um, a lot of, of of people jumping on in in Australia a great right now. Audience
0: but, in Australia, like there's a solid portion of my clientele is focused on Australia. So, yeah. um, I think Thank you're smart you. to tap into that network.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and you know, uh, India is, is is next on our list. We, we're we're a couple of weeks away from from having that integration um that's uh that's pretty confidential but not really anymore so whatever
0: confidential anymore <laughs> yeah
1: uh so so you know that that's that's on our list um we're excited about that um you know uh and that's this is the amazing thing about amazon is like you if you can if you can build for, for amazon.com and it's such a, a micro niche within a niche and, and you have to you know, differentiate your product and you have to create an amazing product to truly stand out from the competition if you can take those smarts and apply it to some of these uh you know emerging markets that y- you know you don't even have to go that micro niche we're calling it a macro niche you can kind of go massive um you can you can launch some of the products that you could launch uh, on on Amazon.com, you know, four, five, six years ago, you can get in with an, enough capital, and and that in if Amazon keeps growing like it's growing in a year's time, that is going to be a huge business for you. You know, th- it's there, and it, and we have the history to show it. So, you know, that that's kind of like the, the the thing that I'm most excited about. Um, in terms of tools, um, we're we're really excited with with the level of tools that we have in in songuru right now. I think. Probably one of the, the, the t- tools that are most valued is our keyword research and listing optimization tools. I think they're way beyond anything that's in the industry. Um, so we're doubling down a little bit on that. Our research tool and the the niche radar and how we answer that simple question, which is like, is this a niche that I need to go into? How do I validate that? I think we have a really great way of answering the right questions with data so you can make a confident decision. So we have some some future upgrades happening there. Um, and, you know, we're we're an all-in-one tool set. So there's always opportunity um, around definitely launch, uh, inventory management. The, the, you know, um, PPC is, is that's a tool in itself. And I think some people are starting to get that right. We have some good ideas around that. That's probably long term. Um, but I think over the next years, we're going to really grow in, in all of those uh, tools. And, and you know, we started all in one. But I think, uh, you know, um, Jungle Scout was research. they trying to get a little bit more into um, the all-in-one, I think you know, helium ten was kind of keywords, and they become all-in-one. So that's where they're going, and I think that's where our competition is, is going to be in the future. And we're gonna we're gonna keep going in, in that direction. So, uh, so it, 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 one of the challenges I think is is within the all-in-one, and with how much opportunity there is out there, keeping a focus on what we're truly going to um, you know own uh, in the space, and having the the team to support that. Um, and that's that's an awesome challenge in itself as, as a CEO.
0: When you're growing, yeah, when you're growing a company and you're like, what ground do I defend, right? Like the moment you go outside of this ground, right? Like you you're no longer a ten out of ten, at least not initially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I totally understand that fully. I've, I've had to defend the ground for my Amazon guy. We're a seller central agency, everything digital within Seller Central, because you know the moment we pivot outside that, the moment we try and run Facebook ads or vendor central accounts. The sophistication just like skyrockets. So I totally get what you're saying on on.
1: Yeah, it's that balance between jack of all trades versus being an expert in in one. And I think, you know, we could spend for sure. We could we could and we we do do this. And it's it's kind of how we set up our engineering team. But we have product teams that are focused on on creating new uh, iterations and new tools, and then we have a product team focused on uh, improving the, the current tools we have. And we have to have those in parallel because you know especially yep. when you have that breadth of tools and on top of that adding marketplaces the exponential
0: um, work that needs to be done is like 20 tools instead of 5 yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know,
1: yeah i think at the end of the day like we 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 solve problems for amazon sellers by providing you know relevant accurate data at the right time but also visually in the right way so you can answer questions about your about, about your business so you can be confident about your decisions that's what we own um, and we'll continue to provide value on that. And we might lose some ground here, but we're going to gain here, but we're just going to provide value and, and keep, keep going. No, that's, that's
0: the the Value is definitely where it's at. One of the things that I've struggled with is I've seen, uh, the commoditization of data research and tools, right? So like everybody's looking at the same niches and all the data says, go launch here. And then five weeks later, everybody's launched there. And then you're like, why did I do that? There's too much competition. Right. So like how, uh, how you, you, you've probably thought about this. How do you solve for differentiation of like not sending everybody the same niche? Cause the data says go there.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I've got two answers to that. The first one is, um, when I speak to our expert sellers who use on the first thing they say is like, don't tell anyone else about Zonguru.
0: Because, <laughs> you know, They
1: get, and I'm like, well, that's, that's cool for you, but not cool for me. Um, right, you know we right. are smaller than, than than a lot of the bigger companies out there uh, you know um, some of the bigger competitors we are smaller and obviously there's some advantage in that um, because especially with keyword you know with, with keywords on fire you know one of the things that we're seeing is um, when you look at local markets like Germany or you know Italy France and you use our tool and the way we access keywords even the US you're seeing opportunity in those keywords that you're not seeing anywhere else um, and we truly focus on like finding the data that the actual customers search on Amazon, and then also um, putting in some relevancy filters so that the data you're seeing is actually really relevant for the problem you're trying to solve. A lot of these tools out there that just give you so much and you kind of have to weed through that and it's so inefficient. So we really focus on relevancy, accuracy, and obviously, um, you know, making sure we, 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 we deliver on on the opportunities there. So uh, I think that's the first thing with with Zonguru. Um, and, and just the way we access data is unique and it's keyword driven, which is different to some tools out there. So that's the first point. The second point is it's kind of a it's kind of a lame excuse, honestly, to say, hey, you know, um, well, I'm looking at this niche and everyone else is looking at this niche. You know, the difference between looking at a niche and actually taking action and, and, and launching a business is, is, you know, there's 1% of people that actually launch yep. a product on Amazon. The opportunities are massive. They're global. They're huge. If that's your excuse, you're not in the right place for this business. Honestly, you know, I'll have that conversation all day.
0: I I like that answer, to be honest. It's very Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk <laughs> answer. So, all right, let's go to Eugene here. Following into Brett's question to continuously improve rankings, even for products, and he's talking about three-star review products, which not very many people have that problem. Do you have any advice for somebody that's got three-star review products? Can they, can they improve the rank? What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, to consider improved rankings even for products with an average of three star reviews. Right, so they
0: got a three out of five star product. Is do they have any hope?
1: Yeah, I think I think uh I think probably not. Um, you know, and <laughs> unless there's been some kind of black hat where where they're putting in a whole bunch of negative reviews and you've got to figure that out. I think I think you know, when you drop into that four point two star and, and below, it's it's a struggle. And and you know, this is the whole the whole challenge with, with Amazon, right? Is as soon as you have to start swimming upstream against the algorithm, you're in trouble, right? I I would say that hands down, like, and that's why I always, so so the answer to that, Eugene, uh, you know, is that you have to go and kind of go back, look at the problems and fix the problems with your product. And if they're not really fixable, you know, you might have to deprecate that product and start again. Um, And that happens all the time with Amazon, right? The, The successful Amazon sellers, they have one product that launches, maybe it does well, it fails. They launch another one, they launch another one. That's how you truly scale your, your business. It's not about just launching one product and going, This is my one hit one day and I'm and I'm you know making a million a year. You know, that you have to launch five, six, seven products. That's that's the plus, path. Um, plus, so plus, you know,
0: I I, have like a shelf life of like 18 months on Amazon. So if you're not continuously launching, you're gonna be done anyway.
1: Yeah, that or or kind of the second answer to that question is is that's why I always emphasize do your homework up front when you're launching a product. Do your, do your. Everyone tends to skip on really truly understanding the avatar. Who's your customer? What is their love? What do they love? What do they hate? Yeah. You know, what, what is the emotional connection with those people? How can I differentiate my product in a smart way, not overcapitalizing, that truly connects with that customer? That through my brand, through my product, through differentiation, that I can create this moat around a product that completely connects with them, so that my conversion rate is up, my reviews are up, my experience is up, um, and and that's the way to to create a long-term brand, not only on Amazon, but beyond Amazon, right? And that's the difference between someone who's like, hey, I want to create a brand. I want to start on Amazon. I want to scale. I want to create a a true e-commerce brand versus someone who's like, hey, I see an opportunity. I'm going to create a a kind of a product and slap it on Amazon, Sell it, make a a, a few bucks. Maybe then, you know, the Chinese jump on it and, and my margin's gone and I've moved on to something else. There's two different ways to approach it. One, frankly, is, is maybe short-term and, and you're going to run into problems. The other one, you have, you have a longer-term business.
0: Um, Sierra, can you post the video we did with market polarization? I think John would love that video uh, and our audience sure. would too. Uh, so, so completely agree with John. You got to know who your avatar is very much. Now let's go to Matt here. I manage multiple Amazon accounts in the UK as well as my own. Do you have multiple login versions to keep accounts separate? He says, sorry, I currently use H10, mainly, but always looking for other tools to help.
1: Yeah, uh, Matt, cool. Yeah, definitely check it out. I think, um, so right now in Zonguru, you have multiple um, uh, marketplaces, right? Um, And then with uh, multiple markets, you have the ability to add a separate account at a a discount. Um, And it kind of works depending on how many you have. So we have a solution for that, um, but it's not as... Uh, you know, fluency is just kind of looking in there and, and kind of jumping between accounts. That's probably something we're going to look at. But um, you do have uh, the ability to have multiple accounts at a, at, a, at a different scaling cost. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's go to Brett here. Does your keyword tracker identify hidden suppressions? And so uh, he goes on to talk about what I'm talking about. So, so this is this is a thing I've coined myself. So, what a hidden suppression is is when you type in your product, it's unindexed temporarily, but there's nothing on the back end, no red flag, nothing. To my knowledge, there's no tool in the market that can track a hidden suppression. And the way that I've been telling my audience to trace that is to go onto Amazon and I'll show this right here. Let's pull this back up on screen. So if I just pick up a random product here, so if I grab this ASIN right here and you type in the ASIN to Amazon, if the product comes up, it's not suppressed. But if the product does not come up searching for the ASIN, it is suppressed. And I call it a hidden suppression because the backend doesn't say anything. Doesn't There's no red flag. So uh, so hopefully that was a good definition. Do you have any ideas on this one?
1: I don't. That's, that's pretty interesting. I, and I don't think keyword tracker is probably the right place to put that, right? I, I think that would probably go into product pulses and alerts to say, hey, this is a, a suppressed listing. Um and then and then I and then alert you to that, right? I think that's probably the better place for it to sit. Um, I'd have to follow up on that, but um, yeah, that's that's super interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd like to see if we can solve that.
0: I, I would I would love to see that. If you solve it, we'll bring you back on to s- talk about how you solved it. I don't know how one would solve for it other than searching the ASIN continuously once a day or something like that. But um, the other symptoms I saw is it basically takes out all of the indexing of the item simultaneously. So it's kind of interesting. And and and, and why, why why are they doing that, do you know? It's the title or the image usually. So if you put the word "gift" in your title, they'll hidden suppress it. They won't tell you why. And then if you talk to Solar Support, they're clueless. They have no idea how to solve oh, it. Of course, of um, and curious. then and then main image. So so like take take Olay thing here. Like so this is semi kosher, right. but but like kind of not because there's like an icon. And so sometimes the robots look at this and think it's uh, a graphic that violates the main image. So mm. um, they could suppress it for that. So yeah, something to think about.
1: Yeah, interesting. I'll follow up on that. One one tool that we do have, just talking about title and image, is we do have an IP monitor tool. So um, if you're in in the great position of being a, an awesome brand on on Amazon, uh, and people are kind of ripping it off and either um, using your images or titles or bullets um, for their listings, or or posting it in, in other marketplaces, um, we have a tool to alert you to that. And you can you can obviously um, just kind of click on the button and get them taken down. So and that's a pretty good way of at least protecting your brand a little bit.
0: One thing I would add to that, if you haven't listed your own items, if you're selling in the U S and you got access to Canada, I would highly recommend loading your products to Canada, even if you never plan to sell them there, because that'll prevent the black hat attacks. All right. Brett asked, does your keyword tracker identify? Oh, we just did that one. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to the next one. Uh, So, so John, what do you consider the top three things Amazon sellers can do well to increase sales? Any tips that most experts don't talk about? Um, I think
1: I, I kind of covered that answer a little bit and I, and I think that um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to first saying, you know, make sure you've done your homework around who your audience is. You'll be very surprised that to, you know, who, who your audience is who buys your product to, to who you think it is, right? So doing a little bit of research there, making sure you connect with, with those customers is important. Um, number two, I think it's 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 absolutely SEO and PPC and a lot an alignment from a quality score between those. What keywords you have in your listing, what do you have in your in your PPC, um, and understanding how to truly scale your PPC. I think I think that is a time and time again when I see um, sellers or I talk to sellers who are like, "Oh, my sales are going down." I'm like, "Well, how is your listing and how is your 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 PPC?" They haven't got that right, and I think there's a lot you can do just with that. Um, and then um, uh, number three, I think, and, and probably one of the most important um, is, is, is um, having a strategy off of Amazon, right? I, I think long term, if you truly want to grow your business, um, you know, having, having the ability to, you know, get people to your, to your website, creating a brand experience there and, and potentially using that to launch, you know, with your list or whatever, launching your other products or even flowing sales back through Amazon through that, that process. Uh, in the long term, I think can truly help you s- uh, scale your Amazon business for sure. So I think those are probably three. I think one of the things that that people don't um, use, uh, uh, and, and a kind of a tip there is is, is using our love hate tool, which just as a reminder, um, we'll pull in all of the, the positive and negative reviews for your your product category or your niche, um, and it will highlight the kind of the themes that people love and hate about a product. Those are really cool uh, insight tips that you can use. To not only put over as overlay benefits on your images to call out what are what are the important things, but also put those into your 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 product uh, your brand search ads um, and 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 your product ads uh, within within uh, Amazon's um, you know uh, setup because you know those are the key things that people really want to pick up that, that can drive them. So it's a really cool way of, of actually understanding um, you know you know what to add. So
0: super cool. So so this is this is actually pretty cool, which is why I pull it up on screen here. So. In the reviews, things that people like about the item versus what they don't. So, dog loves dog bed. Dog bed's also in the hate, but notice how it's 559 in the love. Mm-hmm. So it can allow you to draw correlations on the data. And so, like if I was going to make a new dog bed, you know, what do I need to fix that nobody else is figuring out? Right? Okay, so cooling mat. People don't like the cooling mat in the current item. Uh, you know, and if I- you have to click on, uh, so if you click on cooling mats. Just click on the, click on the, well, I, I'm looking, I'm looking at your video actually. So oh, right. okay, cool. <laughs> so now not live environment, but, so, but so go ahead.
1: Two tips on that. Um, when you actually click on one of those, uh, you know, phrases it will below that. And it doesn't, doesn't have that below on the screen, but it actually will, will bring up all the reviews and highlights in the reviews where that word is being used. Right? So all the dog is one of them. So it'll highlight all of them. So you can kind of jump in and then, and then see, what review? What are they talking about in that review? So it's a super cool way of diving in. And secondly, if when you first load the the the, the word cloud and there's a phrase in there like maybe dog that's uh, that that's that you're seeing a lot of, and you you kind of want to exclude that word, exclude that word, and it will rerun the analysis without their word and it allows you to get deeper into some of the other words. So usually if there's a common word that might might not give you insights, exclude that word and, re, and it will rerun, which is super cool, yeah. I
0: I, I think it's a fascinating tool. I've, I've never seen anything like that particular one. There was a lot of unique tools. And like the, the reason why, you know, John's on our podcast today and, and, and the reason all this went down is because I was on a podcast and somebody asked me and they're like, hey, how do I find somebody else's search terms and I was like, I don't know, I've never done that. And I know there's, I know there's a tool out there that does it, but I don't even know which one. And I had five people email me that you did it, and so I was like, cool, let me go check this out. So I do a review, and I do kind of like a cold review um, where I didn't research you you at all. I just started playing with things and just hit the record button, which is kind of fun, right? Yeah. Um, I and so that. yeah, and so uh, what I realized is you have a bunch of unique stuff, and I was like, wow, I gotta, I gotta look at my tech stack again because uh, I didn't know. Um, all right. So, uh, Brett's really chatty today. He's got lots of good questions. So we'll keep, we'll keep pulling them on since he's, he's more chatty than others. What's, uh, what's Zonguru's approach to inventory and stock management?
1: Yeah. Uh, good question, Brett. So uh, we, we have, a, uh, on our dashboard, we have a way of, of managing your inventory. So you can, you can kind of add your, your, your stock at the beginning, you know, what's, what's kind of FBA will pull in your, your stock numbers. But you can also add in your 3PL um, stock count in there. You can obviously add your cost of goods and everything. Um, and it will it will alert you when, when your stock levels are down and when you should either order from your, you can put in also your, your kind of lead time for your manufacturer as well as for uh, your 3PL. And it will alert you and say, hey, you know, you need to reorder from your 3PL because you have stock there and it takes three days and you're running low. Or hey, you need to order from your manufacturer now because it's going to take six weeks for you to get the, the new thing. So there's a level of inventory management there um, that works, um, it, it, you know, th- th- there's some updates that are coming there, which which are pretty cool. It's uh, one tool that we want to work on further. And as everyone knows, inventory management can get pretty complicated. So, okay. um, you know, there's the, the certain ways that I think we want to improve that. There's also kind of cost of goods and, and you know, applying it uh, in an accounting way to, to your stock for your profits. Um, so a, a bunch of stuff coming up there in the future, but at, at, a, at a high level, um, it will alert you. Um, and tell you where you know, what stock you have, where and and when you should order it, which is which is cool.
0: So over the last couple of years, Amazon's platform keeps changing and changing, right? Like they bring in, you know, they take away APIs, they add APIs, they change the dashboard, they do all these different things, right? Um, how do do you see Amazon signaling any different engagement with your tool with sellers? What do you what do you, what have you observed, or what do you think might be changing in the next year or so?
1: Um. Good. Yeah. Good question. I think. I think. You know. As as a as a CEO and, and, a, and, a, and a software. Um, uh, you know, and, and having a software business, I think one of our biggest risks is always Amazon, right? They could change yep. things, and and that could put us in a, in a sticky position. It's happened to people before. I think overall. Um, we have a really good relationship with Amazon. We've asked them these questions many times. I think, you know, third-party sellers is their biggest revenue generator out of, out of all of their platforms. You know, they, 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 they that's where they get their money from, right, is, is us. So they're always going to look after us. Um, and they truly understand that as third-party software uh, tools, we can move quicker than they can and provide solutions in a better way to help align with their goals, right? And, and Without
0: the red tape, no, no less.
1: Exactly, yeah. And, and you know, we, we've always approached Amazon by saying our goal is to help people create better, more unique, more amazing products that you can sell on Amazon and get in front of their customers so that they can make money and Amazon can make money. And that obviously aligns with Amazon's goals. So as long as we're aligned on that goal, they're always going to support us. And as long as we we obviously doing it you know within a verified way and and not black hats um, you know they, they align with us so um, it's a good relationship and and I don't see it going away anytime soon or, or ever you know um, you know it, it's it, we're helping Amazon grow their business in a massive way and even though some of us are small SMBs and, and small businesses um, we all add up to, to to their biggest revenue stream so um, they're gonna look after us
0: all right. Josh asks, any tips for launching a totally new type of product? Nobody's searching for it because it doesn't exist yet. So need to figure out how to get visibility in other ways. I'll, I'll add a little flavor to this. Mm. So, so I see that there's like two types of products, in my opinion, on, on Amazon. There's the co-op demand type products, the me too almost, but maybe make a slight improvement or something, right? And I think the kind that Josh is talking about here is the demand generation type. Right. So he's got to create demand for his product to get it off the ground. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give Josh? I think the first, um,
1: it's an interesting thing, right? Because the way we always approach Amazon is we say, hey, your best opportunity to launch a product is to launch it on the biggest marketplace in the world where there is demand for your type of category. Right. And there's demand coming in and there's a conversion rate on average of 20% or whatever it is. That is, that is your, people are looking for your type of product. So, so find the demand, with less competition and launch a, a differentiated product and you're going to make money so that's the approach to amazon and there's always that question where someone's come up with like hey i have this unique idea there's no one is looking for it is it worth launching on amazon um the answer is it's it's, it's nuanced right i think one of the first things that i would check and, a, and an interesting way of approaching it is um is there demand for that product off of amazon so go on to google trends search for that and, and, and a lot of the times when you look at google trends and you look at pinterest and that kind of stuff there's there's already demand for that type of product, just not necessarily on Amazon, right? Or there aren't people selling that type of product on Amazon. That's a win. That's a that's so, a gold so those,
0: opportunity. You think those still exist? That's interesting because I I think a lot of yeah. people would suspect that they don't, but clearly they do. You you're I saying think,
1: I think they do exist, but they 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 exist in a, a niche within a niche. So they might be you know they might be looking yeah. for a certain type of product like um I don't know, whatever comes to my head, gold taco taco holders, you know. Um, you know, there's normal taco holders, but the gold one, uh, you know, it's just not anywhere, right? Yeah. That, that, that's a stupid example because it's a color differentiation, but you kind of get my point. So if you find those and you're like, hey, people are looking for this off of Amazon, but no one's selling it on Amazon. That's a great one. Um, if you're coming up with something that's, that doesn't have any demand, um, I would say, yeah, you, you know, you, you probably need to have your Shopify store set up. You probably need to look at um, some kind of Facebook campaigns. Um, you, you know, and, and, and generating your awareness that way, that's more of a, a, a brand awareness um, or product category awareness that you have to create. And that's a very different strategy to Amazon. But certainly mm-hmm. it, it, might, it might catch on, you'd be first. It's easy to launch your your, your uh, product on Amazon or even have your Shopify drive leads and drive your sales to Amazon and kind of start generating it that way. You know, um, that's how I would, I would say the short answer is you, you probably have to have some strategies off of Amazon um, to start generating awareness for their product. Um, but if yep. it's unique, you've got a you've got a good advantage.
0: Got to find the demand one way or another. Well, yeah. well, John, it was it was great having you on the My Amazon Guy podcast today. If somebody wants to get in touch with you or Zonguru, what should they do? Uh,
1: yeah, zonguru.com, jump on there. Again, you know, we 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 there's a specific rating across all industry uh, platforms out there for for customer support. Um, and we have the highest in the industry, so we have a team there that absolutely wants to help you. Some of them are sellers, um, and you just reach out there. Um, that they'll guide you. That's number one. Number two, Instagram is pretty cool, especially if you're in the product research uh, phase. We've created our Instagram channel as basically a, a, a feed of product ideas and inspiration and ways to differentiate your product. So it's not just us kind of reposting what Zonguri is as a company. We truly give you a lot of value there, so check that out for sure. Um, and then uh, the the other piece is uh, our blog. You know, we have a lot of educational content on there. Jump in, watch watch the you know check out the blog. Um, there's a uh, case studies. There's a whole bunch of stuff. So just uh, jump in anytime and have a look at that too. So those are those are a couple of places to jump in, check out, um, and yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. I think from our side, um, you know, we we are we are global. Um, we are in some of those emerging marketplaces. Get in try us it's a seven day free trial of course you'll find the rates we have a a researcher and a seller um package um the rates are very very competitive they're great um and and tools that you can check out and if you have questions just ask us we'll 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 happily uh help you out so um thanks for having me on Uh, i'm I'm excited to, to connect and uh um yeah uh plenty more coming up and i will follow up on that question around suppression um i'll check in with the guys if you um you can send me a note or anything on that. If there's any more detail, that'd be great. But I'll, I'll check in with the team and come back to you.
0: All right. All of that sounds good. Um, before we leave today, we're going to give away a free t shirt. So, John, thanks for coming on the My Amazon Guy podcast. All right. So, Sierra, we're going to do a t shirt giveaway now. Um, so, thank you for all everybody that stayed tuned for us for the full live. Um, Sierra, do you have the t shirt giveaway ready? Wait, what's a t shirt? <laughs> so yeah we got we got a free t-shirt giveaway today
1: if you want me to throw in one of ours i'll i'll, I'll share it to the same person how about that
0: let's do that all right so we got two we got two t-shirts giveaway today um all right so sierra are you, are you ready with it sierra let's add all right so we're going to have, okay. Well, apparently we're not ready for the t-shirt giveaway, but the first person that fills out this form <laughs> <laughs> is going to get a free t-shirt. <laughs> so we'll, uh, we, what we're going to do tomorrow with our free t-shirt giveaway is give, uh, we're going to do a, you're going to post a hashtag. And then everybody that posts the hashtag mag shirt tomorrow, will be putting in a drawing and we're going to do a little spin wheel. So whoever the first person to fill out that form was, uh, we, we're going to give that t-shirt to you. We'll also give that information over to John. And we'll give you one too as well. Thanks for everybody for watching the My Amazon Guy podcast and hope you guys have a great one. We'll see you. All right.